June 29th, 2014. It's a Watt from Pete Rose Show.
Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, doing a special remote broadcast here at Guitar Safari, downtown San Pedro. Yeah, 424 6th Street. Guitar Safari. Proprietor, Mr. Dirk Vandenberg. The so, best place in town. Yeah. <laughs> and you just heard our guest, Rick Wilder. Thanks for coming aboard. Well, it's good to be here. And we just heard you doing, yeah, Rick, brother. Uh, all Fall Down. I think it was live from this uh, Target Video thing you did. Oh, really? I, Early 80s, right? Yeah, I got, was in traffic. So. Okay, okay. And before that, uh, Repulsion with Kyoka. I played bass on that as a musician in Berlin. Oh, wow. A new album, and I got to be a guest. And it started off with Abide by, With Me by John Coltrane when he did his nine months with Thelonious Monk. Uh, so, Rick, welcome yes. aboard the show. Well, it's good to be here. I've always been a big fan of yours. And the ambience of the shop you hear? And, and, and I love some of the music you just uh, oh. I love. You know, it's I played amazing. Uh, every tune off of Scorched Earth Policies last year. Yeah, One at a time. Uh, but I want to go way back. When oh, yeah, remember, the way back. Yeah, when, with your first musical memory. First musical memory when I... Uh, see, I was born in a classical family. I'm from Rome, Italy, originally. Yeah. Um, and so I had a, a classical family. By that, I mean that the, uh, uh, the so-called father who told me I wasn't his kid on his deathbed um, said, uh, I mean, he graduated from uh, college with scholarship to either play football or sing, and so he sang, and he went to uh, Princeton. Princeton, uh, New Jersey. No, Princeton, the college, you know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know where it is. I think it's a New Jersey play there. Uh, it is a New Jersey. It's yeah. one of the few frat parties I've ever been to in my life. Oh, really? That's an Ivy League, you know. They were different kind of frat guys, sort of, but I've never really been part of frat. So you're pop- They called it chick. Uh, Ivy League schools, and they were never called Ivy League before, uh-huh. but they called them the Seven Sisters. Okay. Okay. So your pop... That's like Radcliffe, all that. Sure, thing. sure, sure. Yale, uh, right. Harvard, uh, William and Mary. Uh, so your first musical memory is your pop singing. Uh, well, I was leading up to it. I'm one of those slow winding pitchers, okay. you know, sort of a slow I know. No wine before no. it's time. All right. Uh, my mom, if you saw the picture, I'm not sure if you are on, you are on Facebook. Um, I'm on all. And she was Alana Turner, Marilyn Monroe. Absolutely, uh, look, I sort of look like, but that, what's a Betty Davis movie or Dead Ringer. A Dead Ringer. Dead know. Ringer. Oh, man. Anyway, so she got a lot of those jobs, but she also sang. So she joined So her him. singing is your first? Well, my first musical memory yeah. is, yeah, I guess so, you know. Uh, but I grew up in that kind of environment. Okay, so for me, later on, when I was allowed to go out by myself, uh, and that's a whole other story. But um, I, my dad, uh, well, I'll call him my dad, um, he said to me, he said, what are you listening to jail music for? You know, I said, what are you talking about? You know, he said, that's a bunch of, you know, black men. Oh. And, uh, 
And they're just like, they're like, it sounds like monkeys, you know. What was yeah. this, rock and roll? Yeah, it was rock and roll. It was like I was playing, uh, I think I got Creedence, I got uh, Beatles, of course, because I'm white. And the Stones. Stones. The, it was Brown Sugar, and the first time I heard Brown Sugar in her bitch, I didn't even like it. Okay. You know, it took a couple of, you know, oh, this is the best. You, at this time, you were in Rome? No, this is when we moved to okay. L.A. The first place I ever hit from Rome is when they moved to sing at this restaurant. Uh, by the way, they had to make some money until they got He sang it, if you knew New York, uh, City, uh, City uh, the other opera company, not the Met, which my sister now sings at. Yeah. Or did, anyway. Um, City... Uh, Anyway, it's an opera company, and they sing there. And uh, he sang there. and got great right up. The thing is, he was very ter- temperamental. Yeah. Um, a skirt chaser. Uh, by then, one of the best. You know, uh, He would go out to go get money for my mom and the family and stuff. And he'd be lingering ballerinas in Washington and this and that. So I guess, if it were... Uh, it runs in the van. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But my earliest memory was yeah. that. Okay. I mean, I mean rock and roll wise. Sure, sure. Getting the Stones. Yeah. What's that, Sticky Fingers? The Stones, Credence. Who, Credence. I, I was playing Credence when he first heard that, and he goes, uh, that's, that's what he said. He said it was jail music. Because the guy sounds... Oh, yeah. Credence, that guy. John Fogarty had yeah, big uh, like a, R&B influence, yeah. though. And then when Huge. I put the stones on, it freaked. Yeah. And well, I sound like whining cats. You know what, Phil? He was from another music tradition. Yeah, of course. And, um, well, I mean, I myself like swing. Yeah. I, I like jazz. Yeah. I like all kinds of music except polka. I just can't get that into that. Polka, okay. I, the boom, 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 boom. I can't get into Okay, so we won't play any polka. All right, that was, <laughs> uh, that's a deal. So, you, how old were you when you came to SoCal? Um, God, I was fuck. Um, I was seven when I got to New York. That was the first place we sure. ever went, uh, and I had been to every city in between. We've crossed the country three times on Greyhound bus. But the name's the same with someone holding your hand. Uh, anyway, so I got here when I was maybe 12. Okay. Or Sixth 11. Grade, fifth somewhere grade. between 10 and 12. Okay. No, I never went to school. No. Until um, Hollywood Professional. And that is a totally different. <laughs> they, the lockers were located in the back. When it yeah. rained, every goddamn expensive book you just bought yeah. got wet. So you had to buy them again. But it was four hours a day because everybody that went there, yeah. like Maureen McCormick, uh, I'll drop some names, uh, before me, Peggy Lipton, uh, Mod Squad. Uh, sure. Just all sorts. Sadie Khan, the big idol from Teen Idol, Indian guy. Um, Mia was the show he was in. Jay North, Dennis the Madison. Dennis the Madison. Yeah, it was an elephant show, anyway. About an elephant. Anyway, so that was the first school I went, and I went there a few years, and I met a lot of the brats there. Okay, so this is the, you, when you start uh, not just the music you want to make me. Well, I met them, but we never talked about 
getting together for music okay. until after. And okay. this is odd. My mom took us by bus to yeah. see Elvis. Whoa. Where? And Elvis was... Uh, he was good. I was a, Where was not, it at? He was older. You know, at the Forum. Damn. And we're on bus. Yeah, yeah. We're in the bus, but... We, I see. Well, I'm going up in Europe. I was just colorblind. Sure, sure, sure. My mom, and this is another story, had a probation officer, black, and when I played basketball with his, uh, uh, her um, son, who was named Harold. I, I have this memory. Um, and he said, "So who do you like musically?" And I'd rattle off like the Beatles first, thinking that would impress him. You know. And you go, God damn, that's the whitest bunch of people I ever, <laughs> you know. And he goes, How about the Temptation? Yeah, me the Temptations, and I was go, Wow, these guys are great, man. Thanks. And I, I got into Supremes and all Motown. And this was from a probation officer. Yeah, from yeah, son of a probation officer. This is a filming. They won't no, probably look, hear about education. It. You got educated, right? You got turned on to but some you know what I tell them? Yeah. Uh, it's my story. That's right. No. Um, it's not his story. Because, well, huh? <laughs> you know, speaking of Berlin Bratz, I got some. Let's oh, play some right now. That would be great.
What's behind your ears between? What's your mouth? Your bells sound. Tattle told. The titters and patters tell on you for whom the bells told. Those who make the weight may ride the pony. Come on, my family tree, bugger boy, climb on. Bugger buggy me on the lawn. Out of the cradle and onto the saddle. Unbridled? You bet. Don't spit out the bit just yet. Got more bark than eats a bitten. Out of the cradle again. This could go on endlessly unless, you know, you really should. You're sprung, that is. We're cut from the same wood. Your sprig, which I raised on, bended, nod, knotted, knee. It's tis of thee, a twig part of me. Out of the cradle again. What do you eat? Pecker eye white ash good, pecker wood. Out of the cradle and rockin'. What's knockin'? Come on, it's time to kick it. Now rock it. <laughs> rocking with me the band played on we'll see how long in the beginning was the words and then there was life for there is no rock god where there is no spotlight when the music's over when the music's over when the music's over first course repeat repeat repeating until Get it? Go with the jingle, jingle, jungle, jangle till you buy it. The kids want candy, can do. I wrote candy too. Kids are always right. No counting for taste. You cook the beefsteak. I'll keep my book key. Truth be told. My thing, I kind of tell a lie. If I tried, I shall not, then I shan't. Why, why would I? I'm a cherry tree, cherie, a la verite. The truth, I'm bootstrapped for molasses and sap half happy. I'm nailed to the boards. I rule the stage door, front center stage. Now you get your asses on the dance floor. Go! Cherry tree, mon cherie. Come on, I'm first row friendly. My roots run deep. I'm more street than you know, but I gotta do a show. Twelve and teen is plenty. Don't tell no one. Are you growing with me? When the bell breaks, you'll be holding me. Tell me now. Don't tell me now or I'm a felled tree in the forest ground, making a big sound, coming down for all the suckers and twigs, sap, tapplers and ears. Don't cut me down. Don't cut. Can't stand the buzz band saw. Put the axe down. Let the logs fall. Let the limbs. Let them grow. Listen in. Listen to my sap. Listen to my leaves blow. Watch me blossom, listen to me bloom. Trim me, prune me like you should. Don't cherry pick me clean for a piece of pie. Let me stand, let me make my stay. A monument to a man planted here on his own plot with his own pot. 
What's behind your ears? Between what's your mouth? Who tattletold? The titters.
Watt for Pedro Show. Uh, you just heard Tropically Hot from the Berlin Brats. Ahead of that was Inside Looking Out, Amiga's Alpha. Uh, Victor Yara. No. Victor Hara. You know about him? He's like the Pete Seeger of no. uh, Chile. Yeah, incredible cat. Chile? He got disappeared uh, when uh, Pinochet took over. Right? Like the world the soccer stadiums. Very bad days in the 70s. I think 23 boats. The guy wow. in uh, I stayed with somebody. Brazil won the soccer thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There's a soccer game between. But I, I stayed with some uh, Chile guys in Barcelona, and they turned me on to this Victor Hara yeah. guy. You got to check him Thank out, man. So beautiful music. Uh, ahead of that was Good Complexion by Tabaka, Houdini, from Cuz New Cuz. I'm I'm on there with Brother Sam, and then something I'm uh, on. Before that, I'm on with, along with the proprietor here of this shoppy, you know, guitar sparnist, Dirk Van Berg, sock tight with Who Tattle Told. What, what, what are you, sticker on that one? Uh, I think so. And maybe Claudius, I don't remember. Hi-hat? I can't remember. I don't time. remember. <laughs> what what were you doing? Putting, putting the title with the thing is a little different. Okay, okay. Uh, Sandra Vu in front of that with Tick and Beat. We started all off with... House of Pleasure by Berlin Bratz, where I was wrong to call it The Street is My Home. And uh, back to Rick's story. Uh, and that's journey, quite a story. Uh, journey through music, uh, which included a bus trip with your ma and cats who would later turn out to be Berlin Bratz to see Elvis Presley at the Fabius Forum. By bus. By bus. And, but that the, was, you a said it was a good trip. Back then, yeah. that was a trip. I can imagine. But, I mean, Elvis was... So I didn't think that was going to be anything with Boy. He he was great. Yeah. And, I mean, they played 2000 when it came out. And then, on the end, they go, Elvis has left the auditorium. They did like say Like, five seconds after he got off stage. Wow. Was, Maybe there's some kind of shoot, and they just, like... Oh, yeah, I wanted to people. avoid all the... Uh, at right. that time, old housewives that were still in. <laughs> but I've been to Graceland and see all their names written on the wall. They, uh, you know, she right. also took us, in her defense, because she did yeah. some really crummy things to me. Um, uh, she died nine years ago. Yeah. On June 9th. and that's why I put all my pic that picture up, and my sisters put it up. So, anyway. Uh, but. So what happened to get you guys jamming? All right. So when that school burned, burned down, down, they uh, the uh, LA City Council decided. You're right. That's good. Decided to send half of everybody to Fairfax. Okay. In the area I lived, which was Hollywood, of course. And um, on a street called Whitley, which I think is the most beautiful street in Hollywood, it ends at, a, at a, it looks like it's the end of the world above Franklin. Sure. You look up there and there's these huge palm trees and it's somebody's house. But it's the end, it just looked like top of the world to me, and that's what I always called it. But anyway, it's right across the street from where uh, oh, a bunch of people live, like anger and Anyway, uh, so when I lived there, I mean, when I went to school there at, to Fairfax, yeah. I should have been in Hollywood. 
Yeah. But they had me at Fairfax. She actually and lived closer to Hollywood High. for a while. And, of course, this is one of those things. My mom, my dad, I'll call my dad, was not alive at that point. He already, he was already really uh, divorced, basically. Yeah. Then I went, uh, maybe the, uh, there was 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. So there were two years that the uh, uh, professional, which it incidentally isn't there anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there are no more four-hour schools. Oh, no, Colin McCune isn't there, I think, too. Anyway, there's got to be somewhere. Um, uh, so I went to Hollywood and reconnected with Matt Campbell, who, who uh, did a lot of the music on Topically Hot. Uh, not Topically Hot, but uh, House of Pleasure. Um, a song that ha isn't on there, I don't know, isn't out there called I Believe in Love which is amazing because we recorded it by plugging in next to Rodney's English Disco Rodney's uh, we were all about I couldn't have gotten in LA at that part, at that because I was pushed ahead in school because of being uh, tutored and governesses and my Russian uh, my Russian foster grandmother who took over as tutor my mom was neurotic about having us go out. So, anyway, I never went to school until I was... Now they call it homeschool. Yeah. Please. Anyway, um, so I went to Hollywood, reconnected with Matt. Um, we all hung out at this weird... All the ministers would go to this one uh, coffee shop. I forget where that was. But um, I met Jonathan Half who uh, came up with that tropically hot beginning, you know, the dun dun Yeah. We couldn't figure anything else out uh, on that that started. And uh, he also wrote part of uh, vinyl, is uh, mostly me and John, uh, whereas Matt was basically mostly psychotic, and me and him wrote the music on that. Jonathan was more vinyl and the more musician type, normal type, I mean normal. He played a Rickenbacker, so you know what that's like. I mean, fuck. Kind of. Yeah, more he had a 12-string. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. Like that Tom Petty, or, or the birds, the birds had that. Right, no, but it, 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 it really gave us a very unique sound, you know, because it was stony sounding yeah. with me. But, uh, and Matt, just this was played your first an Ampeg. Was this your first band? Ampeg. Yeah. Oh, those things are mean sounding. If you have that, oh. they have interchangeable pickups. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, when but I was met... Was this your first band? Yeah. That was my first Who picked the name? Uh, I was always I did. curious. <laughs> because at Where's that, that time, uh, and being pressed ahead, I was very, I'm, and still am, very impressionable. Like Salvador Dali, no, Picasso's that all artists still, and if they don't, they're not artists, really, you know? Okay. And there's something to that, you know? You but stole the name Berlin Brass? No, no, oh. no. I had seen Cabaret, and you gotta oh, remember, Cabaret. I was not the age that everyone else was. I was a little, a little younger. younger. Okay. I didn't do the acid drips and all yeah. that. I did maybe acid three, four, five times in those days, and... 
I loved it. I thought it was fun. But I saw Clockwork Orange the first time I ever took acid, and I'll tell you, that was, uh, I won't say it wasn't fun. It was a lot of fun at first. <laughs> the scene with the eyeballs yeah, yeah. and oh, man. But That's, does the name come from there, or it comes from Cabaret? No, no. Uh, it, basically, You're talking I talking the Liza Minnelli movie, yeah. Joel Grey. Yeah, and the swastikas and the German, the whole thing, and that's oh. very much true to history because they were the people been buying things were paying with shopping bags yeah, of money of stuff. Now I'm not a, a Nazi sympathizer, or and I do not hate Jews. <laughs> yeah, I think you would uh, into that but I thought, hey, this will piss off. Everything. Oh, okay, because you did it to get a reaction. Yeah. Okay. yeah, and the whole idea was that we were the sons of those guys that went to Argentina. We the the next. And now that there's an internet, I find out that there's a Berlin brat, a bunch of people that were the uh, daughters and granddaughters or grandsons of the German, I mean, the American soldiers who marched into Germany. Oh, wow. Called Berlin Mets. Sure, I didn't okay. know that because there was no internet. We had an internet. Who knows? Wow, that is a trip. Coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you remember your? What did you guys do? Uh, start jamming in someone's garage, a bedroom. Better than that, my bedroom at uh, Whitley, uh, the corner of Franklin Whitley, and Rodney came up there and saw us. And in, in the room, in your room. Yeah, my it was a two-bedroom Do two you remember the first song that you guys played together? Um, it was my first thing I ever wrote called yeah. Juice. Juice. And it was an A. You know, it's pretty. But the, you can tell I, I I didn't know anything. I wrote it because that that the thing goes. The bridge, you know, da 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 in those days, they didn't give out the psychically, uh, the psychotic, tropically hot, psychotropic. That's how I remember those, the name for those. Um, you didn't get it. All right. I get it. So, okay. Um, so they hadn't invented that, and Rodney used to talk. He had an odd uh, delivery. Oh, yeah, I know. And he had his I was on the show a few times. Yeah, always a nice guy. Oh, Rodney used to dull. Except if you bother him while he's eating at Denny's. You don't like that. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> but he comes up to and watches you guys practice. Right, but your, you know what room. really got him? He liked the music, but the idea that we went and got, I should get a cut for this Rainier Ale, the Green Death. I remember, yeah. And Green Canister. Well, I want to say it was I don't terrible. think they sell it anymore. No, no, no. They do. They still do? And, um, well, yeah, I mean, it's now an important beer. Oh. And I think well, I should have gotten it. Death and Pedro, too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No kidding. It's terrible. Wow. On well, the what back about of the, the, the No magazine, they had those shots of Polaroids. Yeah. I'm drinking a, with a straw. You know, you know, it looks like an ad for it. Rodney liked that? 
No, he, that we were drinking when we were like twelve-year-old kids. Oh, at that I mean, well, I uh, at that point. Yeah, you said how old was I when I got here, and I said maybe ten. I think it was closer to uh, a little younger than that. Wow, a little younger, but because New York, I got here at seven. So I know this is convoluted, but you no, know, I understand. My family, you're, you're, you were the youngest guy in the band, but. Yeah, you kind of put the band together. Well, not the Brats. I mean, we it well, was kind of all together. But she in your bedroom. Yeah, but that's because everybody. Yeah, I mean. So you got something to do. I, with it. Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay, you're, you're not just a hanger on. Okay, you got it. Uh, <laughs> you ain't just a hanger on. Okay, yeah. you're kind of. I'm not oh, saying no. you're the total meister, but there's a little bit of ringleader. Yeah. Do you remember your first gig? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Same place, twice. And Where? when I uh, claimed to have started um, DIY, in a way I did because they use it as a tactic, and I don't know if other people use it as a tactic, to end pay to play, because you basically, like now, <laughs> have to ask for it. Right. Um, I had uh, rented out a place. Yeah. And put it on myself. Yeah. And I was like 12 years old. I mean, come on. What's happening? It's weird. So, um, I'm not slapping myself on the back. But we got Killer Kane. Wow. Of New all York people. Dolls bass player. The ba- That's Look. right. Oh. On the bulkhead here. Oh, yeah. Awful. Wow. I wasn't really... I heard them on the radio because they got a push. Rodney liked them. They got a push. I mean, a real push. Yeah. Money. You know, Marty Thal. Mercury, Mercury Records. That's right. Mar, uh, Parley, Marty uh, Thal. A Parlophone or Polyphone was their uh, English. Yeah, they were owned by Parlophone. Good, wow. Uh, but I anyway, know about Mercury. But they put so much money. When I went to the uh, record shop that used to be on Hollywood Boulevard near Whitley, uh, and there used to be a supermarket, open air supermarket there. Anyway, I went up there and uh, looked at what the, the record companies would send. It was like this, you know, uh, pages long of how great these guys were and da 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 da. And Thunders is admittedly great. I love that. Yeah, me it sounded too. a lot like Campbell, who is like at 14, was playing like Richards and put Thunders to, uh, well, Thunders was good, but yeah. this guy. Was younger. I mean, you know, it was wow. Was this gig a success? So you put on your because no, we well, put that Richard Hell on. told me that's what the New York Dolls did. <gasps> they did. I didn't City. know that. They there was a place called the Mercer Arts Center. Oh Center yeah, that but they, they would rent it the Blue Room Cabaret. But they would rent this out and put on the shows oh, every week, it? so people knew. I yeah, didn't he said know it was do it your, yourself stuff. And it, see, that's where the internet wow. would have come in to make all of us connected. But nobody knew everyone was yeah. doing their own little thing. Right. But you knew about them, and you got Arthur to play. What? He well, had his yeah. own band, right? It was called Killer King. Killer King. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the guys got drunk, and we had glasses uh, to drink from, and we got our first groupie, and Sheila, uh, blonde. I still remember because it was our first groupie. And this other girl called Janet Planet, her name was. I've never even seen groupies before, you know? Anyway. Yeah, Rick, hold on. It's, we're at the end of the first hour, so. Okay. People, it's June 29, 2014 Dishawaffa Peter Show with special guest, 
Rick Wilder here at Guitar Safari in San Pedro, California. Hold tight for hour two. June 29, 2014, the second hour of the Lot for Pedro show.
to hoot and holler Right when my head hits a pillow of my bed
For Pedro Show. Next time. Good people. Here with Rick Wilder, Dirk Vandenberg, Tar Safari, 424, 6th Street, San Pedro. West 6th Street. Don't end up in the chat. We start off the second hour Thank with you. Berlin Bratz doing I'm Psychotic. Very first then show. San Pedro Slim doing Talking About Just My Neighbors. Mask. That's yeah. right. Thank you. And I do one. Mohair, Metaletta. Doll, Meta oh, great. Thank you so much. That was a good New York doll, though. From Familia Miranda, Utsu from Hobo Combo, San uh, and Zaire, both those, uh, I got Stefano Pliya and uh, Andrea Belfi from my Sonia Domainayo trio wow. that's going to go on tour in uh, this fall. And they're, they're going to get to visit Pedro for the first time in a couple months. <laughs> Pedro. Pedro. As They Swim by Tom Gallo. After that, Peer Group with Objectification Live. I think Jimmy Otter's singing there. Gary Jacobli's band. I think it's post, this tune is post Gino Pusta, because I think Gino had formed peer group. You guys are like historians. Uh, Martin Tambervich and Ken Stark in that rhythm box that they have like three beats. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, finally, peel the sticker off the apple by Gigi Bam. They're from Korea. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Berlin. Well, it's all black. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of Berlin, Berlin, remember oh, yeah, yeah. That, that picture, the band? Sure. Get back to the story. So, the first gig. Oh, yeah. The first gig, because we had glasses and yeah. shit like that. I mean, to drink from. Right, right. The, no one threw it, but this guy in the band had curly hair and like looked like an officer back to the 60s. Yeah. He started getting drunk and belligerent. Yeah. And of course, Mr. Big Mouth got into it. Yeah. And he was like trying to push me around. And we had these other guys, um, just friends, you know, yeah. trying to break it up. Well, I set up the next show to like sort of, uh, you know, make things a little more, not getting mad, but getting even. And we played our asses off. This is the second gig. Yeah. Yeah. And had a contract, no glasses. And I learned as a promoter, right? Yeah. And um, Learning by doing. And I had brats people all around with T-shirts. Yeah. You know. Anyone was going to start trouble, they were going to the morgue. That okay. <laughs> so no there, was no, there was no fight in this, this second yeah. gig. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, that's why I should have talked with this fucking guitar. Now, you guys went on to make an album. That's right. What was that like? Was that um, the first time you were in the studio? Uh, well, yeah, that's funny. because There was this Highland Towers place yeah. at Highland and Franklin. Sure. 1921, I think it was, or 22. Um, Highland Towers is named. Sure. Everybody ought lived there. I mean, by that night, crawlers, uh, misfits, musicians, the whole bit. Um, and the and the uh, the manager was at that time uh, what they call gay now, you know. But then it wasn't thought of as so cool. But yeah. most it's a lot of the people in the building were his friends. Yeah. Anyway, so I met this woman named Annie, who died last year. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, she had paid for us to go to this studio called Audiotronics out in. Bumfuckland, I think it was uh, something with an A. Anaheim? Uh, not Anaheim, but... Uh, oh, out to Dina? <laughs> something like that. But something, something outside yeah. of anyway, L.A. So, she yeah. paid for it, and it was like, I remember it was 2,000 bucks, and I thought, wow. I mean, so to me, that was a big... Yeah, yeah. But we had done... Uh, oh, and I'm skipping over something else. What's that? Um, uh, the guy that owned Rodney's uh, was named Tom Ayers. He really was the guy who owned it, but it was not supposed to be known. And he was from Louisiana, a Louisiana guy. I believe he even played in some good band. He has a son who's part of that Rodney's group on Facebook. Um, anyway, so, uh, which I'm not, but. I, I hear from other people in the group. Um, so he... Now, I get lost. Uh, we talk about your first recording. Oh, the first recording was... But you said you skipped over something. No, no, we went to do that Annie yeah. thing. But before that, yeah. everybody in town thought we were like, uh, you know, God or something. The first uh, punk rockers, basically. Sure. And uh, we were just about the time the dolls were here. It was an odd time, and of course we fucked up. But, well, Matt froze. 
I mean, it just couldn't uh, couldn't deal with. They had every groupie. They, I mean, it was too like the dolls hanging out too much too soon. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, it's just too much. Anyway, uh, I love to hear what went down on there because the stuff I have, yeah, is good. You know, so anyway, it was Cherokee Sound. Cherokee exactly. by Sound. No, right on Las Palmas. Cherokee? Right where the mask would be. Oh, oh Cherokee Street. street. You're yeah. talking the street. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the studio. There was a studio called Cherokee right I by Fairfax. I didn't know that. Side. Yeah, I recorded yeah. the uh, ball hugger tugboat there. But Cherokee, right, is that right. little... It's it's not even a block. It's a short little street. Yeah, dead a, end. And it's a tiny studio, really. Yeah, right. Uh, right. So we had never seen anything like that. And they had the music people and... It was a lot, and I understand why Mike, Matt, kind of freaked a bit, you know. But, so we got into that. We had already been hired by Adler to do that Cheech and Chong film. Yeah, Up in and, Smoke. Uh, oh, yeah, Up in Smoke, and I had done Psychotic. And we, Darby was so pissed off. Because he wanted, he to, wanted to be that band, you know. I think the Dills got We almost too. got electrocuted. Yeah, but I Christ think the said. Dills, and they only used a part of the Dills where they're like tooted that's up. That's right, they did. Although I didn't know that and, uh, the song, that's odd you bring them up. Because right now we're playing with the son of one of the, the Dills. Chip? I'm not sure. I think we has a son named Giuliano. And he's playing with us. And he is, is that a trip? Really good. I mean, really I've had good. Tony on the show. Yeah, yeah. And we were please, uh, me and uh, D. It was, were big it was called fans. Faker because they had adopted this communist stance. And anyway, to whoever in the Dells, it was nothing personal. It was just you know trying to raise some eyebrows. You know, this is just music.
Watch for Pedro Show. Uh, we heard more baby by the Mau Mau's. I think this is from that video, uh, yeah. Target video thing. Terrible. It's terrible. Well, <laughs> I, like it. I personally uh, had suggested the bombs and stuff, but I think that kind of held back it's ex- if it would have been more successful because yeah. people don't want to... Now I, th- I know, think okay. of this. They don't want to see the bonds falling. It, everyone lives with that in the back of your mind. They don't, I don't need fun. that. Yeah. Wharton Tears and Selma with Clear the Runway. Uh, hang on from the Gears. Remember the Gears are from the Oh, audience. yeah. They got a new song. Uh, Cannibalism is the Future by Toe Punt. That's a day. Mm-hmm. You know, just think of two words and put them together, you know. Yeah, the English. Toe, pout. Toe, toe Punt. Yeah, it is in England. Punters, band. yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it means. Yeah. And then finally, Devin Flynn with Buddha's hair. We're at the Buddha's end of the, hair? Buddha's hair. We're at the end of the second hour of Watt Speed Rush Show, June 29th, 2014. I thought Buddha was edition. bald. That's right. Oh, I like it. Hold tight for hour three. No. June 29th, 2014. It's the third hour of Watt from Pedro Show.
My dad died last year, which means I no longer spend Father's Day in the Outback Steakhouse. So I found myself on this past Father's Day wondering, hmm, how do the Menendez brothers celebrate Father's Day? You know, how does that go down? Like Lyle calls Eric, collect at another prison. He's like, hey, remember that time? It was me and you and mom and dad and some shotguns. Man, that was a blast.
start off with this very strange thing I found. Uh, Mau Mau's doing Roadhouse Blues with Robbie Krieger. Oh, great, man. This is only from like a year or two ago, right? Yeah. We played now, how at, did that happen? on Hollywood Boulevard, the last strip club in existence on, on the stretch between Vine and Highland. You know, the big... Sure, sure. The, the money part. Okay, they only had one strip bar. Yeah. We got it. Uh, Picasso got it, actually, our supposed manager. The one I appointed president of Youth Party, which yeah. had quite a stable. We had UXA, we had us, we yeah. had, uh, yeah. I imported her down. Oh, that's another. It's another story. Um, but anyway, this thing with Robbie Krieger. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it had the poles. The whole bit, and we were in the middle of the club, and we played, and Robbie came on and he played with us. He is such a nice guy. But no, was it coincidence? No, he he recorded Scorched Earth Policies with Geza. Is that right? Geza did the mixing okay. and the vocal, yeah. Um, but Robbie did the sound, okay. and I'll tell you, I picked. I didn't know he was recording. I picked people. our sound against. He had a sound that was a lot more blues. Yeah, yeah. And it sounded right. like blues. I mean, yeah. It wasn't... Was it right? Geese is good, though. Yeah. And then we heard uh, Impaired Nominee from uh, Scarcity of Tanks, Father's Day, something live from uh, Bob Schreiner. I think live from the Redwood. You've done the Redwood. Oh. People uh, from Rewild, they're, they're a Roma band. Oh, yeah. And the Manual... By 200 angel, 208 Talks of Angels. I think they're from Russia. Frischa Blooms and Blossoms. They're from uh, the city. <laughs> I love it. And finally, Mystical Weapons, a Mechanical Mammoth, which has got Sean Lennon with Greg Sonnier from uh, Deerhoof. I'm going to make an album with him next. Deerhoof? New York City, Nels Klein. I was telling you about that on the, on the telephone. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what, what ended up happening with the Berlin Brats, and how did the Mau Mau's come about. What's uh, that story, Rick? The story is we were uh, went up to San Francisco. This is after the Chief and Chong difficult. Yeah. Because uh, we almost got electrocuted. Yeah, Because sure. everyone thought the spitting and throwing of yeah, water yeah. was punk. Yeah. Anyway, so we had gone up there and I had seen the flyer. No, we didn't design the flyer, but it was a swastika with I don't know, some sort of a black type of creature on the top? Yeah. I don't know what that was about. I didn't do it. But I can show you the, the Berlin Brat one. But um, it was the Avengers Yeah. and us. Sure. And we threw, we used to go up there just to have blow off steam. We threw all of our parties at the, and stayed at first, well, the Laurel yeah. we uh, stayed at and took off without paying. The parking lot, you could do that then. You know. Yeah. But the next few times we did the Manx Hotel. Yeah. I think it's still there. And, uh, or this, well, I say with Charlotte the Mouth at uh, a place called the Sam Wong, Sam Wong Hilton to uh, Barry Manlow's, the, uh, the, cos what's the place called? At the Copa Copa Cabana, you know that. Very middle. So I go to the Sam Long. Sam Long. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pattern on Catalina and Avalon. 
Okay. I used to see him, yeah, when I worked as a boy. I write the song. Right. You didn't write that song. So what happened with the Berlin Brats? Okay, so we go out there and after the show, yeah, uh, we have one of these wild parties, and I got locked in a closet, and I think, and it was like uh, Penelope. Singer uh, Avengers. Yeah, and I'm like, well, interesting thing. Everyone got drunk, I was a total mess. Anyway, then we're coming down, yeah. and things had gotten to this point where Keith, he was from Boston, and yeah. a band called, he was in the Quingers yeah. some, later on, after sure. us. Uh, and forgery, uh, because he had been locked up. I didn't know this. He had been locked up afterwards. Three, uh, three times they locked him up. And, oh. Anyway, I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, anyway, hi, Keith, if you're listening. But, um... Oh, why? Uh, so it broke up to Jonathan and Keith. So the band breaks and up. And me and Rick Sherman, who yeah. is like my brother. Yeah. Um, and Matt was just, uh, he wasn't in the band. Uh, so it was basically me and Jonathan. So it was just time yeah. to end the Berlin Brats? Yeah, but I, here's I don't the understand. thing. I went up to the, like, I, I went up to the plungers. Trudy, Trixie, yeah, that old. Helen. I went up there and, uh, oh, Bobby was playing with us and he said he had been an adult. I don't know. <laughs> I but so. I hear it's true because other really? people have said that. Okay. Bobby Smosky was his name. But this is after Arthur's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so what, and uh, were they all went communist with the. Malcolm McLaren was the yeah. manager, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, all right. No, because so, Richard Hell told me about him oh, after Richard he left Hell. him. Because they quit and he joined the Heartbreakers, the yeah. real Heartbreakers. Yeah. yeah. And Malcolm wanted to take him back to England. And that's so sad. And he wouldn't go, so he dressed these four guys up in England like him. Right. And that turned into Sex Pistols. That's right, yeah, that's right. It's weird connections, but you I, know don't, I still don't shit, understand. Man. I still don't understand why they why the, broke why up. the burn, well, I was telling you, the okay. plungers when we went up, they showed me not them, but walking up. Yeah. But they're two weird stories. One, Nicky Beauty's walking down, well, and I told he's the from story, this town. You know that? I yeah, I know. He told me he's even been here a couple of times to pick me up or to just. We went to the nut house. Because one of the first brats, in fact, the second brat before an audience, first brat audience show, yeah. was before a bunch of nuns at the Nut House. Wow. And we played at Wilshire Fine Arts. If sure. you've been around, remember that place? It was like a bombed out there, bombed out building. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway. In the name, too, Wilshire Fine Arts. I know. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Anyway, so when we came down, yeah. we saw, oh, the thing about Nikki, um, then I'll tell you, like, why, when we came down and what we saw, yeah. Nikki is walking down while we're walking up, and he had this thing where he liked the band, and, you know, he had told this story that uh, he bumped into us accidentally, and we just sort of gave him a real dirty look and started pushing him in. Well, I don't remember this, but I could have been... A, you know, he was important. Could have been drunk. Uh, you know what? He was important in our history. Me and D. Boom was jamming with a guy, 
at the fort here. They were oh, just about to dig out, dig it out, the low right. reservation, put it in the marina. So its last days with the barracks, they were renting them out. This guy, Mark Weisswasser, who we're jamming with, you know, like, right. tie your mother down, just copying songs off records. Right. Nikki comes walking by. Right. Nikki had a cotex around his neck, and he told us there was a scene up in Hollywood where people wrote their own songs. Yeah. That's how we found out about the punk scene. You got so me Nikki, kidding me. Yeah, is all Nikki Beats uh, right. contribution. All right. So, but I, I still don't well, understand. Sometimes you have one. I still don't understand though how there's been in this so many up, bands. Oh, I know it. I know it. Uh, Weirdos was the big one. Yeah, but and was cramps, in the cramps too. Yeah, I know. But what about uh, the Berlin Brats breaking up? I don't understand. Okay, so, I was trying to say uh, the um, at the plungers thing. Someone had. Uh, we had the Nicky B thing. Okay, and then uh, somebody... B, he, he thought you guys had, uh, yeah. were giving him attitude, right? Attitude and stuff. Okay. Anyway, uh, the, I won't go on with that because it's more... It's not that good for him. Anyway, um, we uh, someone handed me uh, a Ramones record, and yep. we were doing this street punk look. You yep. know, it wasn't as... They were doing the glam yeah. thing. So they... He's pointing that picture of New York uh, Dolls, people. Yeah. Now, we... Incidentally, we opened KROQ. By that, I mean at the Bel Air... Oh, or Bel Lodge. K-Rock was a station with uh, Roddy still, still is. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, they want, that's another story about Roddy. But uh, the thing is, that at their opening party... Yeah. We played it. Okay. By the pool. We played the part. And Jenny Lynn won't, hasn't... Uh, She's well, her pictures, we, right? We uh, really were like the dead-end kids. We rode her constantly. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, well, well, the Plunger Girls, what the, what they have All to right. do with... No, I'm looking up. at... Why, I'm just saying uh, she won't allow any of those pictures. Oh, I know. I, I know. I, look, I, you know what? All right. All right. It ain't worth it. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, no, she's a tripper. Oh, no, I like yeah. it. We're friends again. Yeah, but she, she she's too precious with the pictures. Those pictures has got a lot Did of history. Did you hear about what happened to Ramones? No. So, so I'll tell you the another show. Okay. Um, so they handed me the Ramones thing, and something in the back of me just hit. It's like, oh, no. These guys are doing our, our trip. You know, and the, jacket, the jackets and all that. Yeah. And I thought, oh no! And then I went out. Uh, the the politics between other people and me yeah. was different because we were playing. If you listen to the Brad album, you can yeah. hear that we're playing. We're more like the Damned as far as speed. Yeah. And uh, that, uh, so you could say we're punk, you know. Yeah. But uh, when I saw that picture, something went off. I want to end this we, band. We were playing everywhere. We were playing the. We played Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. Headlining. I always. But when you saw that Ramones with, album cover, you thought this band's yeah, got in. No, I. I, I got to start a new band. I, I was bored with it. They wanted to slow it up. I wanted to speed it up. Oh, okay. The, there was different directions in the band, yeah. uh, amongst musicians. Because I wrote a lot of the songs. That's yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, and you put together the Mau Mau's. Yeah, I put that together, and that's interesting because yeah. uh, I came down. I always did this. I would walk around Hollywood, mm -hmm. um, basically right around my house. 
and I would find these great little holes in the wall, you know? Yeah. Well, this hole in the wall had Brandon that's, and down there, the mask. Okay, the mask. And uh, they didn't have a name. They called themselves New Era New Studios. Era. Uh, we got a rehearsal space there. That was all. Practice right. pad, right. But I met Paul, and we had 8228 because I got thrown out of the um, the other place in Hollywood where we all stayed, uh, the thing with the sick Canterbury, um, and for all types of reasons. Uh, so go to the Zayu 228, and uh, it was just like there was a, a burnt out building. I'd have a party, yeah, and then I'd take my little machine when the cops came, and I'd go over the, uh, the burnt out apartments and walk into my own apartment, sit down, listen to all the shit. That was it. Anyway. So the guys you met at the mask right. become the Mau Mau's. Well, yeah. Rick Sherman came from the Brats yes. to stick with us. Right. Even though our first show at the mask, we have a Mexican gangbanger who played, I, I think he was a gangbanger. I'm not sure, Richard, because uh, he just got in touch with me. Oh, and great. Hi, shout out, this Richard. That's like 36, 37 years ago. Right. No. What can I say? <laughs> uh, there are some things I got. But um, that's what happened with that. And then Sherman took over uh, drums. And between sure. him and me, here's another little known fact. And I don't say this to diminish Shannon, who was probably a love of my life outside Lord. And um, uh, I started Castor's as well. Now, that's what I was going to ask you if it was Shannon. This is odd. Because uh, Alice Bag will say, well, Shannon told her the, the name of the band. This is possible. I'm not saying it's not. Uh, he was going with, she was going with Rick because she slept around. I went with 20 years, so I know. I know her habit. Um, Alice has got a new band. Do you know that? Oh, yeah. She's always got a new band. Um, and it's in Arizona. I think it's called The Riffs? She Riffs. She Riffs. She Riffs. I like that. And the housewife thing, Diapod, Mad Housewife. Violence uh, Girl. Huh? I think her book's called Violence Girl. Violence Girl, yeah. I was supposed to go to that. She's incredible. I mean, she's still going. But, but she so, said that she didn't think that was true. Okay. Uh, I so have to set this record straight, I have, Rick Wilder started the castrations. Yeah, it was me and Sherman who was yeah. going with Shannon. Now, the girl that sang is named Jill something, and she was Chris Desjardins. Christy with Chris. was the flesh, flesh eater singer. Right. And she was uh, a member Julie, or his girlfriend. She's I don't still, know. Uh, she's, she's in the eyes. She's a solo singer now. Oh, she's alive. Okay. So many Julie years. Christensen. Uh, her name's Julie Christensen? Julie Christensen. Wasn't that? Well, then if someone asked because I have pictures from yeah, that. It's hard for me to remember. Okay. All right. No. I understand. But, uh, but anyway, the, the Mau Mau's. Yeah, I wanted an all-girl Mau Mau's. So, oh, but I wanted okay. to start it by giving them the direction, and sure. I play guitar. I had my own ampeg, which is how I got friends with Greg Ginn, and because we had loved... Oh, you're talking about the Dan, not the, the clear plastic guitar. Yeah, the ampeg. That's, that's why you were saying... Dan you could, Armstrong. 
Yeah, but Dan Armstrong designed it, and I think Ampeg put it out. Right, right. But you that could was trade the pickups. Now I know what you, you're yeah. talking about. There's, there was bass ones, too. It's mean. It's no, just but it means it, but heavy. Heavy, as right. Fuck. And I think the neck was metal. Uh, wood. Somewhere. Somewhere. Anyway, wood, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, wood. wood, okay. Yeah. But it was heavy. That plexiglass, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, the second Ampeg I had, Matt had sold me his. But the second one I had was lost at a late Roosevelt show. We did that over ten times. Um, People at Roosevelt Hotel's famous pad on Hollywood Boulevard. We it to uh, punk, I yeah. saw Ima Sumac. You might have went with me. I didn't me go to that one, no. no. No, we saw it like four or five times there. Yeah. We saw little Jimmy Scott who yeah, just passed saw, away. You, you, you were with us for that, yeah. right? Yeah. We're talking about the lobby. Right. Oh lobby. man, I remember falling down one of the times I was straight. Yeah. I fall down, I start to, someone had asked to take a picture, turn around. Down the stairs. Yeah, and I go like this, but I couldn't hold anything. And I, I kind of have this way of knowing how to fall. Yeah. Because of acting and sure. crap. I fell, and I was fine. And I, I look up at people. Because in the movies, that's how they always kill I people. I look up at people, yeah. and they're like, Rick, are you all right? Are you? And I go, I'm ready for my clothes up, Mr. Dunia. And I knew, I, I said the, the new name, you know. So I, I, you know, I was thinking. Yeah, how did you get the name Bow Mouse? All right, that's, uh, that's an easy one. Um, did you know there was Rod an, Donahue Do you know there was an English bass. version of Mau Mouse? Yeah, but yeah. they were, they even say on their, uh, well, they say on their site or their album that it was named after a, ho- yeah, a famous like middle, Hollywood. Yeah, uh, they're like a middle ladies right. band or something. They came out in 81. Oh, really? Earlier? Yeah. Okay. No, 82. But I the think. original Mau Mau's, wasn't it some a tribe? No, that was a, of course it was a tribe, yeah. yeah. And, then it, uh, and that's what we liked it. It was man-eating, a flesh-eating, you know, cannibal. Whoa. Yeah. So... That's why oh. we took that. And okay. also, there's a Christian group, I'm sure you might know this, in New York. They were not a group, but they were, uh, Eddie was his name, and he turned from drugs and everything into this Christian, help everybody. Thing. And I had a book out. But I didn't know this, there was no internet. Anyway, so. Um, you mean he called his book Mao? Well, Donahue and I went into it and said, yeah, Mao. Mao, you know, we were thinking of Mao. The what Mao Zedong? Yeah, and then we thought about it. Rod said, "Well, what about this?" You know, repetition. You know, like go go, uh, uh, uh. You know, and it stuck. You know, it sounded good. So, and anyway. do you remember playing with the Minutemen at the Annie Club? Yeah. Okay. Devin you know the Russell and Helen. <laughs> oh. She was a piece of work. Huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. She was interesting. Oh, that tiny place, too. Yeah. Played there many times. Yeah. But uh, I remember you guys. I'd one see thing it. I was. Uh, it, we, we always wondered about why didn't the Mau Mau's record? Well, the thing was, uh, we had gotten such. We were like the Hollywood Sex Pistols. Right. right. And it went to our heads a bit. And we wanted to be paid. You know, for our stuff. Like, yeah. all artists should be, yeah. you know. I always pay bands on my, in, 
Asagirs, Asa Ingrid, that played that seven-block-long crowd, the Redwood. We, I had come back from New York and did not expect this. I'm with my little 17-year-old chick that I went with, and hi, Elizabeth. Um, and I'm going through, and I, I couldn't get through. You know, it was that. It was like so mob. Yeah. You know, it was... I mean, you couldn't park anything. I just anyway. So we finally made it up there, and it was like a film. It was like hero returns and all that. And the second, well, but that's a good thing. The Echo Plex, we should never have done because it would have been the same thing. But the Echo Plex was built as an experiment for sound. Uh, I don't You're know. Talking about Echo Plex. Yeah. Uh, and now. Uh, they do uh, punks, uh, part-time punks there. Oh, right, and right, on Sundays. We're supposed to do that next week. No, they don't do Sundays. Because oh. They won't let them... They oh, no, to. they do do Sundays because the guys that own the Echo won't do the gay things, and the gay things pay. That's how they make the money. So, uh... Yeah, but Rick, why didn't the Mountain House record? Okay, all right. Yeah, remember. I mean, this is good stuff. No, I'm not saying it ain't. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm no, always no. curious. You gotta understand. I got. Oh, you didn't I, want to record. I got a few uh, conditions. No, no, no. You didn't want to record because you didn't have a deal that was fair. Right. I didn't think any of the deals were fair, okay. and I mean, we had like loads. Of, I mean, we had like uh, a standard set that we did yeah. that wasn't as long as later now, but. Uh, 30 minutes maybe, but they were, I mean, really fast. And Slash wrote, this is the angriest band I've seen in town, you know. Uh, Kick Boy. And I, yeah, right. He was, he was in, I went to London in 78, yeah. right after our, what I call our debut at the Roosevelt. It was not really, but I thought, remembering, you know how you remember back different? So this is why I don't want to record with all this. I thought, well, let's record with the Ed, uh, the big Bob Biggs, or somebody like that, you know. Uh, and we Bob had talked to Sire, um, the guy that ran that soul something or another. I don't know. I think his name was that. We thought we'd get a better deal anyway. And then there, and we had a manager who had the connections. And yeah. actually, little known story, but this is true. Uh, Paul had gotten, he was friendly with the Krieger, Krieger connection, and he was friends with Dan Sugarman and all these people. Um, Sugarman was, but uh, between the Joneses, who has off like. Remember the Joneses? Like, I didn't <laughs> know it, but they had, I didn't know them that well, but we played some gigs with them. They off like the whole thing, you know. Uh, I wonder what happened to those guys. They just did a reunion. Oh, they did. Paul, Paul, and there were some guys. Paul played you know guns for me, and, and some of those guys knew the TSOL guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Woods and anyway, uh, they just had a story. reunion at okay. uh, I think it was Loaded on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. So th that was a problem. There was a, a band imitating you. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the thing is, Paul thought that he would give the Joneses to Sugarman. And the oh. sure record contract now. Sure. 
Uh, Paul? Oh, and maybe there'd be nickel sandwich for that. I mean, because at that point, it would have been perfect. Okay. But so it was just bad timing. Do yeah, it I understand. Himself, you know. anyway, okay, because. That's why we didn't record. That's the main reason. I mean, okay. But, last year. Yeah. Put oh, out a Mau Mau's album. Last, last year, the end of the year before, a well, sports fan, yeah, sports policy was yes. Scott, who came back. He's the guy that broke his back at, and I didn't know you lived to that, but broke his back, uh, falling out of the Vex in East LA. Right out of the window. We had done that. I remember that. that. It was I a remember. John F. Kennedy memorial show, right? It was us, Castation Squad. And somebody or not. Now, I didn't play with them, at, but we played Club 88. This is why I say I have the tapes, the pictures, anyone wants you know, ask me. But so Shannon you, wrote all the songs. Okay, so Alice is wrong, right? <laughs> Shannon wrote all the songs. And Sheila is another story. She was always nutty about rock. How did this happen? What? You coming together with the Mau Mau's after all that time to right. make Scorch Earth policy? Oh, because of Scott, the guy that right. fell out of the... Fell out and broke well, his he got, he's been in like all his bands and yeah. the cramp. Right. And after the cramp, after what's his name died, uh, Lux, who was great. Yeah. Um, Very sad. Yeah. Uh, and so is Nick Corrin, if you know who that is. The guy that sounded like Little Richard. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Who else did we just lose? Bobby Womack. Yeah, another great people. Um, so he came back, and he went. I was still in New York, and I had just gotten back. How long were you in New York? Picasso. How, how long were you in New York? Oh, I've been back and forth because yeah. we owned an apartment there, and when my mom died, she had stayed there, but when she died. Uh, I had been in, oh, this is funny, in 2005, I was finally in rehab, and uh, and this was like Music Cares rehab, I mean, it was swank, uh, I had a Olympic swimming pool, yeah. had a pool table, it had air conditioning, the whole bit, you know, yeah. anything you wanted, you had, you know, except, but everyone would line up for the closet, you know, because the closet would open and they had the drugs in there. Uh, anyway, so... So you uh, come back from New York, Paul's... What but you? because of that, I went back to New York because yeah. of that. My sister's concept, my mom is dying. Yeah. I don't know why it is, but God seems so on. Everywhere I go, there's a meth clinic right next to me. Weird. Anyway. Yeah. So, but those were those days. Anyway, so uh, Paul had set it up with Paul Black uh, Jones's sure, sure. Uh, his uh, uh, the two different uh, LA guns. Uh, that's a whole. Anyway, um, so they all got it together, and it was going to be between either Paul's record or or Scott's record, and Scott sort of got it. Together. Okay. Anyway, so that's how that came apart. I came about, but they wanted to record my vocals. Uh, first of all, I didn't want to. I got the money to do that through 
Rob and Paul and all that. They paid for that. And, yeah. And, um. Pardon me, people. I'm uh, getting the lyrics. Here's water, too. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so, uh, they want to record my vocals. Yeah. In a living room. With a wood floor, with a um, a rug floor. Yeah. You don't get any play. Yeah, yeah. You know, no nothing. To absorb. And I couldn't get my sound yeah. out of it, and I had been off for eight years, except yeah. in New York where I played in a blues band. You know, um, Ace of Clubs is great. But uh, they have an Ace of Clubs here, I think. Anyway, uh, so... Because of that, I went back. They said my mom is dying, and they go out there, and I'm going between two stories. Um, no, I'm just asking how this scorched earth policies came. Okay, about. so Paul had uh, talked with, uh, unbeknownst to me, when I got back, they had already had this all set up. Oh, okay. So uh, we met at the bright spot. I think it was over here. Yeah, it was one of these. It's a Mexican anyway. chow pad right here. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. It's yeah. a coffee joint anyway. I don't remember where, but I think it was. It's right here between 6th and 7th on um, yeah. uh, Pacific. But there are a few of them. That's what I'm That's saying. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a Wemos one. Uh, one so uh, we met and all got together and decided we didn't have to kill each other or anything. And everyone, you know. But you uh, didn't dig having to do the vocals in the living room. No. So what you redid them? That all that's how Gaza comes into it. Yeah. Because okay. I said, look, Gaza's from the old days. I'll people. pick, yeah, the Mommy Man, sure. the uh, Dead Kennedy album, Arthur Jane the Gold Arthur Cop. Arthur right. This guy. Uh, is, also, he was he in uh, Deadbeats. He also just made a movie, and they interviewed me on the end where I'm sitting with Don, a velvet chair. Is it with Don Bowles? Oh yeah, he asked the questions like is that yeah. uh, some Nazi inquiries? I don't know. <laughs> Very odd. And I'm asking smoke, about Nazis. I'm smoke. Because of the Berlin they go, Yeah. They go, they go, you were before everyone. You know. Yeah. I said, well, I can't. Oh, and they gave me some uh, plaque or something. You got a plaque. I go right? like, oh, this is wonderful. So what you do is you redo the vocals for Scorcher Policy with Keza. With Gaza, and the you know what? Always got exact I, I lived at this place called the Gaylord, which is a gorgeous old fucking Hollywood hotel. Uh-huh. Had and they have glass cases with all the Hollywood names that yeah, Nor, uh, Norma Desmond, no, but Gloria Swans and all these people that had stayed there across from what is now a school, one through twelve, incidentally, um, on Wilshire Boulevard, and Kenmore. Uh, Alexandria, and it had the first. Uh, we had played the red, the redwood to start, but uh, the first, the first uh, pirate bar was this HMS Bounty in the. the <laughs> in, so every, I had had a whole new sex life there. Believe me, because every the night crawlers all stayed there. Sure. So every chick that goes in there. He's even signing albums. You know, he'd been over albums, so I could sell it. You know. Well, it and ended up saw being, that. Gaza did a good job because it ended up a great album. Well, yeah, yeah. I like y'all. I'm like doing that. You know, if a young Fargo person, action. Rick, if a young person getting into music, wanting advice, what would you tell them? Stay the fuck away from living on the internet. 
you know, get out there and meet people and play. You know, and 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 Jack White did the same thing of saying uh, what I said. I told Scott and I told all these guys in my so-called band that um, I said no cameras. I don't want to do these camera things where people are doing that in the moment. They're documenting the moment, yeah. where they're not feeling the yeah. moment. You know? Yeah. Jack White did it, and you know what? The crowd got into it. Because they could go nutty, you know, and you don't have to sit there and watch sure. your what's your, what's your What's your next plans, Rick? Uh, we're recording, re-recording now. I got Nikki on drums. I've got uh, I've got Giuliano and a guy who what played in the Joneses, but of course they got rid of him because he was too good. Um, yeah, never mind. Okay. Anyway, and Nikki da da da, and the bass player before for the Mama is Danny Cooperson. Wow. So basically, Great. it is it is the Mama. Sure, you know, sure. Because Nikki was so. What's the plan to make an album? Go. Yeah. No, I've I've already started with the single, and the single we're gonna do. I'm not gonna mention names, but we're going on national TV <laughs> uh, during the 50th year of somebody's band. You know, uh, and he's putting it up and gonna right. You know, he's bad. So I and if you're an Asian out there, get in touch with me. Okay, people. There's a website called MalMals.com. Right. Right, because right? I've been there, and it's all about the scorched policies. Right. Uh, well, it can be, anyway. It goes to all of Scott's <laughs> other bands. That's right. right. It's, a, it's a gateway. Like go to MalMals.com or right. MalMals on Facebook, or if you really want to have some fun, want really want to have some fun and look at art and some of the great things that artists have made, Throughout the years, go to Redrum Six 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 Rick Wilder. It's a page on Facebook. Or uh, come I, see him I live. Could, when you I could list any side. I want. Be doing some gigs in the future. And yeah, go no. see this man because it's beautiful. When the next well, season well, starts, we've got shows lined up. Great. I want to thank you so much for joining me and Dirk I here wanna, at the Guitar thank Safari. Thank you for asking me. Come down to the shoppy here if you need Guitar Safari. Right, or, or work done on your instruments. It's been a... He did mine. He did a killer, killer job. Oh, respect. Yeah. Uh, June 29th, 2014 edition of Waffle Pedro Show, everybody. Just real short. Uh, go out there. If you haven't seen them yet, see, um, see the Alley Cats. With Randy, Randy, right? I don't a per, don't look at what a person looks like. Listen what they're doing and what their soul is putting out in the instrument. That's yep. the important thing. And uh, the other thing, uh, go see Alvorian in the Danes. Um, yeah, and go see Dookie Plyswater Haunted Garage. Garage, right? Uh, it's quite a show. And oh, it's forty five grade. Thanks again, Rick. Keep Anytime, your- Mike. And thank you for having me. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.